1: You're listening to Roseanne from Community Waikato, and our guest in the studio with us today is Adrienne Clother from Community Waikato. Welcome, Adrienne. Creative Waikato. Oh, did I say Community (laughs) Waikato? Yeah. Oh, that's a great start, isn't it? So, no, from Creative Waikato, which is... One of the uh, umbrella trusts, I suppose we call ourselves. Um, yeah, we received some great funding through Trust Waikato, so along with uh, Sport Waikato, um, yeah. the three of us, um, we think doing some great stuff out there in the uh, Waikato community. So we're going to have a chat with Adrienne today about the upcoming Waikato Community Funding Expo that will be held on Wednesday, the first of November, at Sky City here in Hamilton. So, Adrian, for our listeners out there, really keen to maybe just do a little bit of an overview firstly about, well, what is the Funding Expo and maybe do you know who it is that runs it and any other history you can give us about the Expo? Well, I
2: just had a quick look, and by my records, um, my records go back to 2015, so that must have been when I first joined the group, but I think it was running before that. But it's a really fantastic opportunity where all the funders are under one roof, so anybody who's either generally new to funding or just wants to um, check in with all the funders again to see what their priorities are, things like that. Um, it's an opportunity to go around the room and have a chat with everybody, um, and see how your projects and your programs fit with what they're doing. Um, it has been off quite. It used to always be at the Hamilton Gardens Pavilion, um, but that's all closed at the moment for renovation. So we had to find a new venue this year. And one of the funders that's come on board is the Sky City Community Trust. And so we've been able to use their convention centre, which is down the back of Sky City on Victoria Street.
1: Yes, I do remember days going down to the Hamilton Gardens. I mean, uh, it used to be a hot venue in there from from memory. Uh, not the best of ventilation, but um, fantastic parking. Uh, yeah. Now, that may be a little bit more of an issue this time around, but I know there is parking down underneath the Sky City um, building, isn't there? Yes, there is. And
2: um, it does work on a pay basis, but I think there's an opportunity to get a discount on that on the day. But, of course, there's... Plenty of parking around town as well and um, the, it's two hour free parking so we thought that you know most people probably could spend a couple of hours and if it's a bit longer there's the paid parking around or you can go a little bit further afield and walk into town.
1: Or um one of the buses. Um, yeah. might be that you want to just park a little bit further away and, and there's um I think it's the Comet. Oh no, i do not no, I get mixed up on the the names of some of these bus routes they have. Um there's orbiter and there's another new one that's and I know there's one that yeah, goes and keeps meteor. going. Meteor. There the we new go. New I'd come well, up I with it. I don't know if that goes into town. But all the other buses come into town. Yeah, yeah. yeah great, so that's uh, probably another way to do it. Or yeah, totally. if you want to be a bit adventurous, you can always look at getting onto one of those e scooters <laughs> that you'll find uh, most streets these days and uh, uh, you wouldn't have really any trouble with parking then, would you? No. No, that's great. So we're looking forward to that coming up. Maybe we just talk a little bit about uh, the format of the day, um, what people can expect when um, they do arrive. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So actually, somebody asked me recently, oh, how do I register? So you don't need to register, you just turn up um, and we're kicking off at 9 and. 9am and running through till 3pm so you just come along at any time in the day Um, we do have some workshops running through the day so you can have a look at that schedule um, and if those you might want to
1: work your way around those as well so shall I tell you about those workshops? Yeah, that would be great. And maybe the times of the workshops for people. Um, and then also we can have a little talk about where they can actually f- access this information yeah. from as well. It'd be mm-hmm. great. Um, yep.
2: So at 9.30 uh, till 10.15, so a 45-minute workshop on telling your story. Um, so we've got two great facilitators for that, um, both working in that communications marketing area area. Um, so, yeah, how to communicate what your group is doing, some ways to think about doing that. Because it's really important for when you do get your funding and you want to do your accountability afterwards, that you think before while you're doing your project about what you want to capture, whether it's pictures or videos or surveys or, yeah, or funders all the like- great things that you're group's doing.
1: Yeah, and I know that funders like that information, don't they? really helps them, I suppose, to see, um, you know, don't, the, the term return on investment sounds a bit corporate-ish, but um, for them to see that, you know, the funding they're providing to your um, group, um, organisation, uh, is been well spent, and I suppose looking at yeah. the impact of that funding, isn't yeah, it? Absolutely, yeah, and it's about... Um,
2: the best benefit that the community can get. So, yeah, if you're telling a story about things that you have done, things that you are planning to do, that's all good communication.
1: Great. And I love it how you were saying about how it doesn't have to be just in the written format. It could be um, photos or it could be videos, which are really great, aren't
2: they, at sort of telling the story.
1: And fantastic on social media channels now
3: too. Yes. You know, people
1: want those short. Stories uh, and uh, TikTok, I believe. Uh, not yeah. that I'm on that myself. Uh, you know, advance from Facebook to Instagram, but that's about it for me. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sure there's plenty of other platforms out there that uh, a lot of our communities use as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, great. Okay. And oh, yeah. uh, what are the other yes, workshops that we've got coming only up? The first
2: one. Yeah. Um, and then at ten thirty to eleven thirty, we're doing the funding tips for first timers. So we normally present this at each of the expos. Um, and myself and Anne from Community Waikato are doing that this year. Um, so, yep, that's that's uh, a shortened version of the community funding workshop that we do out in the region um, from time to time. So that'll be a good one, particularly
1: if you're, a, as we say, a first-timer coming into funding. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that actually are in that position. Uh, yeah. I, I find, you know, you know, Anyone putting their hand up to put the treasurer is hard to find these days, and quite often you're the person that ends up also doing the funding applications um, just by default, if anything. Yeah, yeah, so we do find that it's often people who are, uh,
2: yeah, there's been a turnover in the committee, and the person that used to do the funding is
1: gone, and yeah. Definitely, and it's like, why me? But uh, someone's got to do it. So, yeah, hey, look, it's a great workshop if you can come along. What time is that workshop? On? That one's 10.30 to 11.30. 10.30 to 11.30 on, on that Wednesday. So, great uh, opportunity if you are first time uh, looking to put an application in. It um, be a great workshop to come along to if you can.
2: Yeah. Uh, and then... Over the lunch time, from 12 till 1pm, that's when we decided to have the funding panel. So if people can only make it sort of in their lunch break, then there's an opportunity um, for the, <clears throat> as I say, a number of different funders um, sitting on the stage in a panel. And then you can pose questions from the floor. Yeah. And then we're going to have Sarah Gibb facilitating that.
1: Right. So that's, uh, yeah, another great opportunity. You know, if there's a couple of uh, questions you may have, you're not quite sure about whether, I suppose, uh, funders will fund a certain type Mm. of project, um, maybe what they maybe won't fund. Uh, and maybe potentially where you've put applications in before but it's been declined, yep. maybe it's an opportunity to sort of inquire a bit more about, well, maybe what should we have put in or done? Yeah, yeah, that's a really good thing to ask. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. very good. And um, then there's one more, I believe, is there? Uh, there's two more. Oh, two more, yep. right. So
2: uh, for the afternoon, we've got a half-hour session, one fifteen to 1.45, um, and that's an introduction to evaluation. And research um this is becoming a you know a, a area that funders are interested in gathering information now, so again, it's thinking about it before you do your project or your programs about how you're going to write up your evaluation yeah, or
1: what research opportunities there are now to do. Most definitely. And that also, uh, I suppose, goes back to also around the whole telling the story and then through to the um, being able to evaluate and, I suppose, demonstrate the impact um, that your project or program or event um, has had.
2: Yeah, and we do say also that... Um, sometimes it didn't work out as you planned, um, and that's that's valid as well. But you might want to say, "Oh, actually, it didn't work because of this," and now we know that we need to do it this different way. So, so great, great, yeah, great sort good. of review
1: uh, mechanism as well. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah, and then of course, if you then you can um, get what we call a baseline you know, of how many people came,
1: and if you do it again, you've got something to compare it to. Great tips there. Thank you for that, Adrienne. And then so the last workshop of the day to wrap it up. Yep, that's from 2
2: till 3pm and that's on sponsorship. So uh, another line of finding some income. Um, in a different way, but that's going to be um, presented by Megan from Exalt and they've got some wonderful resources in this kind of area. So yeah,
1: They have indeed. I've actually have. been fortunate to attend a couple of workshops that Megan has run, uh, one around sponsorship and so it's a yeah, great opportunity and you definitely will come away with some, some tips and ideas and uh, probably feeling a little bit Confident and encouraged that, yep, we can we can do this. We can give this a go.
2: Yeah, because it's a big topic actually. So they'll just, I'm sure she'll just pull out some major tips in that little one hour slot. Some
1: little gems there for you. All right. So that's, wow, fairly extensive sort of workshop series that we've got on the day. Yeah. And so, look, we appreciate not everyone's going to be able to stay all day. Um, but, yeah, you can go on to the, uh, funders, work, uh, work, the funders' website. Uh, and what is that, Adrienne? Yeah, so we set this up recently
2: um, because last year we had the expo online. Um, so it's going to be really nice to have it face-to-face this year. Um, and it's wakatocommunityfunders.org.nz. dot org dot nz.
1: Right. So the website wakatocommunityfunders.org.nz C- community funders dot org dot nz is the website if you want to go to and find out more information about the expo and in particular mm. all about those workshops. Right, we're just going to take a little bit of a break, listen to uh, a song and then we're going to come back and just talk a little bit about uh, who the funders are that are actually going to be there at the expo because um, that might be oh wow yeah we definitely want to have a talk to them or you might have previously had funding through them and looking at potentially can we apply for funding through them again so we'll have a little bit of a talk about who the funders are that will be at the expo and if we've got time uh, I know that Creative Waikato uh, have got a fund that's uh, out at the moment, so for you know artists or people in that creative space, it could be really interesting t- for you to hear a little bit about that as well. So we're going to just have a little listen to Fergal Sharkey and um, a good heart.
0: Striking out the risk of getting hurt And still I have so much to learn. My youth. Soon enough I learn the painful truth. I'll face it like a fighter. Then boast of how I've grown. Anything is better than being alone.
1: And uh, we've been listening to Fergal Sharkey and A Good Heart. This is Roseanne from Connect with Community Waikato on Free FM 89.0. And we have with us in the studio today, Adrienne Clothier from Creative Waikato. (laughs) Welcome back, Adrienne. Thanks, Roseanne. Great. Um, So we've been talking a little bit about the Waikato Community Funders Expo that's going to be held at Sky City here in Hamilton, On Wednesday, the 1st of November, before the music, we talked a little bit about um, what you can expect in the expo um, and all of the workshops that are going to be held throughout the day. Uh, And so now we're just going to have a little bit of a chat around who some of the funders are that are going to be there um, for you to come in and have a chat with.
2: Yeah. So, So. There's a really great connection between the wākato community funders. Um, We're really lucky in this region that we all know each other and get on and and we come together to organise things like this funding expo. So um, on the working party, and obviously they'll all be present on the day as well, um, but there's Creative Wākato, Community Wākato, Trust Wākato, uh, Sky City Hamilton Community Trust, Hamilton City Council and the Department of Internal Affairs. and They look after a lot of the lotteries money, if people aren't aware, um, and that uh, fund called COGS, which is Community Organisation Grant Scheme. Um, those are the people on the working group, and then we've got some extras that are also will have tables there and then are also present on the funding panel, which is a midday panel. Um, and that includes Well Energy Trust and um, the Ministry of Social Development, um, uh, DV Bryant Trust. I think that covers all, but on the panel, um, including Hamilton City Council and Sky City Community Trust as well on that panel. Um, but some of the others that will be there is the Tyndall Foundation, uh, which
1: is that's Community Waikato. Yes, so we administer um, about three funds on behalf of the Tyndall Foundation. Right. And I know at the moment we have the Rural Event Fund open. Um, so for rural communities who may be looking to run an event over the next 12 months, yeah. great opportunity for yeah. you to apply for some funding. That's a cool little fund.
2: Uh, we've got Grassroots Trust uh, Waipa Council will be there, Waikato District Council, uh, the Lion Foundation, um, Momentum Foundation, and the ANZ Staff Foundation. Um, I believe that uh, Waikato Tainui um, have taken up a table.
1: Um, so there's about 20 funders altogether Great. And and it sounds like from what you've said, a real variety of of funders there, whether it may be council funders, whether it's Mm. gaming trusts, philanthropist trusts, um, and also obviously the various government agencies as well. So great variety of funders that will be there on the day. Yeah. And, and whether you may not be eligible for uh, funding from one or one or all of those funders, I'm sure they're going to have some great information that they can pass on to you as well about maybe who else you could apply to funding for. That's right,
2: that's right. And it's really great to find out which ones you are and aren't eligible for and which ones you fit with because you don't want to waste your time filling in application forms if
1: you're not going to fit their fund. So. That's right, and some, are, some of the eligible... Eligibility criteria uh, is uh, are probably around, I know, like Well Energy Trust, for example, they have a boundary, um, right. which I think from memory is sort of like the, the Hamilton and part, or probably most of the Waikato District Council boundary. I think it only goes up as far as Te round around there somewhere, but That's out right. as far as I think the coast. Yeah. Um, so obviously if you're not in that boundary, well then, you know, yeah, obviously you wouldn't be eligible to apply. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and yeah. Um, and obviously there's other eligibility criteria as well, isn't there, from um, some of them. And then they also have different funding rounds, don't they? Some of them maybe annually, some of them maybe have two or three. Uh, some might be, um, I know, through yeah. the Office of Ethnic Communities, which the DIA, just, um, Department of Internal Affairs, will probably talk about, is that's open 12 months of the year. Yeah. So there's a variety of different sort of dates, I suppose, for all the various funding rounds. Yeah, absolutely. All yeah. right.
2: And it's good to make a plan, especially for next year. Think about what you're doing next year. Because you're right, because some of them you can only apply once per calendar year, so
1: you want to make sure that you've got everything in that one application right so we're having a little bit of a funding workshop 101 at the same time (laughs) so all our listeners uh this is great for us um just on that actually um yeah having an annual funding plan is really i believe beneficial for any organization isn't it absolutely yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. so how just i'm going to put you on the spot here adrian sort of how would an organization go about developing an annual funding plan um, well, it would be about first founding
2: which funders do fit what you are doing in your programme and your projects. And then when you're um, planning your programme for, say, 2024, when are you going to be doing those projects? Because often, you know, you need to allow quite a lot of lead time to get the funding application in and processed and hear your response. So that's really important to think about that timing too. Um, and then yeah perhaps pace it out which funders are going to fit which program better um, don't want to put all your eggs into one basket
1: so. and just on that too there's no reason why you can't apply to more than one funder for a project you know maybe like would you say instead of applying to one funder for all of the project you could apply to uh, maybe two or three different funders for a little bit of the project absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. Particularly uh, if it's a big project. Yep, uh, and also too, I suppose that helps a little bit. Like, if for example, if you did put all of your um, all your project costs into one application and then got turned down, mm. um, that's pretty hard, isn't it? And depending yeah. on the timing. Um, so you would be probably better off if you know, well, okay, we've been declined there for whatever reason, but we know we, we've been approved funding from one or two of the other funders. Yeah,
2: and it's really great. The more lead time you've got, the better it is for planning.
1: That is a fantastic tip out there for all our listeners to make sure you try and have as much lead in time as you can. Don't just think you can put in an application, you're going to get the funding next month, and then two days later your event starts. Yeah. Yep, so try to probably, I'd say, at least three months out. You want to, or even longer, maybe? Probably no
2: more than six. Is there sort of a timeline? It does depend a little bit on which funder you're going to. So some of the gaming trusts, they're... Time's a bit shorter. It might be three months or
1: six months to expend the grant. So. Okay, so maybe good lead-in time between that three and six months. But again, top tip is go on to potentially the website of each of those funders to look at all of their criteria, especially around their eligibility and the, the funding rounds. Yeah. All right, so we've got about three minutes, just under three minutes to go. And we thought just once again, um, the website details if you want to know more about the funding expo yep so it's wakato
2: community funders i NZ. um i just want to mention that it's free entry for the expo um yeah so no cost for anybody to attend um it starts at 9am and runs till 3pm and you're welcome to come down at any time in the day come and go as you like
1: Great, and it might be that you know, you might have a quick break you know over lunchtime. Um, I know that there's going to be that panel discussion, isn't there, um, yes. over the lunch break, which yeah. you know may be great for you to just pop along to if you can't come any earlier or later in the day. Yeah
2: well, here's some information. It's definitely Waikatocommunityfunders.org.nz, but you can also find it on Facebook at Waikato Community Funders, and I think there's also a separate event as well for the Waikato Community Funding
1: Expo. Great. All right. So you've got a couple of opportunities there through the website or the Facebook page if you want to go and find more detail. And I know that a lot of the um, funders and I know Community Waikato and I'm sure Creative Waikato have also got the details on their website. Uh, And you might see it on some of their Facebook posts leading up to the event on Wednesday, the 1st of November to be held at Sky City here in Hamilton. Great. All right. Time is flying by. We've got just over a minute to go. Now, I believe there's a fund that Creative Wakato is administering at the moment. Yep.
2: I'd give a, yep, so it's the Creative Community Scheme Festival Fund. It's just a one-off fund, but it's available for any book groups that have run a festival at least once in the last five years. It's a sort of COVID support scheme to make, if you've been affected and you haven't run your festival, this is a little um, top-up to get you going again, hopefully. Um So we're open for anybody that's run a festival and as I say, once in the last five years and are planning to do one in the next 12 months.
1: Great. And where do they go to apply or find more information? Um, At
2: uh, creativewakato.co.nz, and it closes on the 20th of October. But it runs through the uh, Hamilton City Council Smarty Grant system, which most people are probably familiar with if they've got a local. Yeah, so the boundary on that is actually Hamilton City... Boundary okay. lines. Yeah.
1: All right, that's great to hear. Thank you very much for that. So we've now run out of time. <laughs> so thank you, Adrienne, from Creative Waikato. So you've been listening to Connect with Community Waikato on Free Fm 89.0.